Man, I wish the golden age of China never happened. Because of the stupid movable type, I'm being forced to take out my copy of Othello every single time I walk into the class. I wish the golden age of China never happened, honestly. Hey, hey, hey. Just because your teacher assigns work, that does not mean the movable press should take the blame. Plus, who doesn't love Othello? Right, Mr. Khan? One of my personal favorites. It's so inspiring, jaw-dropping, exquisite, marvelous. A work of art, incredible. Okay, I'm going to have to cut you off, as this is not an Othello assignment. But the Golden Age of China accomplished so much that you cannot even begin to diss them and their innovations. So what? How could a civilization a thousand years ago impact me today? I'm glad you asked. Well, the Golden Age of China changed history by introducing new technology and a focus on higher thinking which includes art and literature. Now, let's give a background on the Golden Age. The peak of the Golden Age of China went from 600 to 980. The Tang was the first empire, and with its dissolution, the Song Empire formed. The Tang set up a good government and had success military-wise, and the Song was really rich. Use dog, tell them why your life would stink without the innovations of China. Okay. Here's the scoop. Your life would be very different if the Golden Age of China didn't happen. Imagine you went to the store and spent $20. If the Golden Age of China never happened, you'd be carrying around a massive sack of coins. The Golden Age also brought about gunpowder, which is a major step in developing, well, guns. Well, the only things I really knew about the Chinese was that they painted some landscapes or something like that. Speaking of art, Ethan... Want to explain how art and literature were altered in the Golden Age? Sure. Art also flourished during this time. Landscape painting became a popular form of art. Foreshadowing. Along with flower and figure painting. These came back into popularity since economic prosperity was present. And regarding art, he was a prominent figure of art at the time. Jing Hao was a prominent figure of landscape painting and could be classified as an innovator. He used a different style of painting than the Southern Song, in which he used harder and sharper brush strokes than Southern Song painters. He is also credited with reviving the artistic spirit in the Northern Song after dying out previously. I think a talented woman by the name of Fujiko Rose can be classified as a modern-day innovator that is similar to Jing Hao. How so? Well, Fujiko Rose is a very impressive artist. She won a show called Landscape Artist of the Year, a competition with the world's best landscape painters. As a reward, she got 10,000 pounds and the opportunity to paint in Venice. In addition to winning the Landscape Artist of the Year, she has been to numerous galleries, including the Other Art Fair and the Brick Gallery as well, which are both coveted galleries found worldwide. And speaking of modern day... Mr. Yu, the co-director of the AAFE and Harvard graduate with a degree in East Asian Studies, can give you a wonderful explanation why the Golden Age of China was so innovative. You know, the, the Tang Dynasty, uh, it was preceded, you know, by uh, other, you know, changes in dynasty. You have a lot of uh, war and turmoil. And so uh, the Tang Dynasty was a relatively stable period. And so during that time, they had a lot of uh, trade, you know, like the agriculture was able to kind of uh, be productive. And so, you know, they started accumulating wealth again. So, Derek, 
You see how the golden age of China had many innovations that were beneficial, including the movable type? Yeah, just because the book seemed bad, that doesn't mean the golden age did not achieve much. And besides, I thought it was growing on me. Did I hear that right? <laughs> you succumbed to Shakespeare's beauty, eh? Turn to Act 4, Scene 3, now. <laughs> oh no. What have I done? <laughs>